We would like to start off episode two by sending our thoughts, prayers, and condolences to the victims and their families of the tragedy that took place in Toronto on Monday. Obviously, there's been a lot of darkness in the world recently, but we have the opportunity to provide an escape from all the horrible things happening in our world. With that being said, we hope you were able to sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Lads and Launchers podcast. What up? Episode two, lads and lawn chairs. We are back. We're in Benny O.C.'s uh, loft. I loft. Guess. No, this isn't. A, this is a uh, shit. This is like a, just a, a man cave kind of thing. Yeah. It's like a it's lot like of that, times yeah. man Upstairs. cave kind of situation. There's here. some exercise mats on the floor, so you just know there's a lot of P90X that goes on <laughs> here. Yeah. Not a lot of working out that goes on. <laughs> I know, I've slept in here a few times. Though, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> not proud of those moments. <laughs> Slept in that chair right there that OC is sitting on. That's, yeah. that's really tiny. aggressive. Yeah. Man. His legs are yeah. really aggressive. But you can stretch out though, so like yeah. it's fine. Yeah, that thing very comfy. back. Grab a blanket. You're good to go. Like I mean, like the the chair you have is well, nothing like that. But like you have a chair kind of like that. I remember you slept it. I, I, oh, I, I don't I, think it was anything memorable, but I mean, a, like the state a, that I'm usually in when I'm sleeping in that thing, like doesn't really matter. Yeah, no one really cares about the quality. Yeah. All I know is that Scotty Wyatt has to be the worst host ever in, <laughs> in, in terms of sleeping arrangements. This guy. Wait. You go over wait, to wait. I, I've heard rumors. Wait. <laughs> I, want them, I want them to be confirmed um, right now. Wait. Rewind here? What? So basically, every time you sleep over at Scotty's house, he's, he he like kind of half asses giving you an air like a blow up mattress, but he like doesn't even have a pump. So it's either, <laughs> no, so it's no, either sleeping on it's either confirm, sleeping on a completely, completely deflated empty, air mattress, completely deflated air mattress, or you just spend four hours blowing it up by mouth. Yeah, and then no, by that no, time you're probably I have, unconscious. I, I so. have a pump. There's a hole in it. There's I've a never hole in it. been given it once. I remember you. You. I always sleep on the floor. What are you guys saying? You, you guys always are always on the couch. Scotty, I have you not seen sleeping you sleep on the no, floor. No, listen, once. listen, listen. But listen to me. Listen, listen to me. you're and right. The blankets you, you give me. The blankets you give me. They're like couch. They're throws. Hey. They have holes in them. Hey, they those have holes in them, bro. It's like sleeping in a wicker basket. My grandma knits shit like that. It's it's the aesthetic, bro. I was. It's not meant to be a comforter. It's just meant to like. Well, you're giving it to me as one. Well, suck it up, okay? And then. Suck it up. At least you're getting a goddamn bed to sleep in. After five minutes, you just, you try and like get out of the room, like silently, just crawl up no, to okay, bed. Listen, well, we're just listen, struggling listen, with freezing listen. cold. Okay, are, are I will, we I will give you that. Are we sensible talk, or are we just going to yell at each other? I will, no. I will give you. I, I will give you. It is. It, it can be a little nippy down there. I will give you that in the basement. Not in the new house, though. In the new house. Prime. Uh, prime. But yeah, did your grandpa? I mean, did your did your did your grandma knit those blankets? No, I don't. No. I don't think so. Uh, maybe I don't know. Walmart store bought. <laughs> I don't. They're, they're old, but they're, they're I don't knit. know where we got they're them from. Fourteen dollars. You know what? I like them. Okay. I. You know what? They comfort me. Okay, guys. In the time you know of this need. Is this is enough. Um, we apologize. <laughs> we, we apologize for that. Hey, we came with the I'm heat. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lost my cool. I lost my cool. I apologize. Hey, there's no apologies. I just moving forward. I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. No moving regrets. On. So, Scotty's talking about getting a tattoo. I am. We, uh, yep. 
he he was showing us or just about to show us pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you guys can see, so you're missing out. <laughs> we'll post it on. Yeah, Instagram. we'll put we'll on the Insta. Insta. Actually, that's. I mean, idea, like yeah. you can't really do that because no. like it's about multiple things no, that's like coming together. You can slide on Instagram. You can put more than one picture. <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't really get the full feel. <laughs> they don't, it doesn't matter. Trust me, you'll they know. They want to know, Scotty. The people want to know. I mean, like, I haven't even got my consultation okay, yet, so, like, <laughs> I'm hoping tomorrow. Yes, for, the, for the sake of the podcast. Okay, you want to see it? You want to see it? Let's, we'll get a live oh. reaction of us. Wait, <laughs> okay, as, hey, as he's pulling that up, can we get, like, some opinions here? Like, do you do the, the, slot, the picture slide, or are you, like, a collage guy? Mm. Like I've only you got to be the no, slide guy. I don't, I don't, I don't do I don't do either. I'm just collages. One pick and that's no, no. Okay, like, but say like it's a nice family get together. Post a couple pics. Like you obviously you have to be the slide guy. Like you can't. Yeah, it can't be a collage. Not a collage gone gone are the days of 2008. It's yeah, it's, yeah, the collages. Post the, the little mosaic of your life. <laughs> like no one cares. Well, like the slides are okay, just because it's like. Uh, like slides at least it shows like the full picture exactly but like no that shows if you're if you're showing if you're doing like a full collage like yeah mm, that's a tad bit aggressive and you have to spend time organizing those pictures placing them where you want like i don't know Specific if, I'm not cropping people that. cropping people out yeah. cropping people out I mean, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not up to date with the getting recent, the hard crop yeah the recent app technologies i don't know if you can just like, pick 18 of your favorite photos and hit oh collage what, now what what, what <laughs> is what is the limit for slides anyway i think it's quite a bit and 10? Is it 10? Because I've wow. noticed, like, that I'm not aggressive. sure, but, like, there's some, there's some, like, people that have, you know, queer. Well, they go on for a while. Yeah. It's got to be, like, three And it, I think, I think, yes, I think, me personally, I get to, like, the fourth one. I'm like, all right, kind of, this, this is getting a little redundant. Exactly. Like, kind, of like, kind, of, kind of like episode one of our podcast where we just went on way too long. Yes. But, you know what? It was an episode one. We just kind of wanted to bring the heat first episode and uh, give you guys a little uh, sneak peek of kind of what was to come. And... If you liked it, great. If not, yeah, fuck you. We, <laughs> we didn't get any reviews, so like, no, no one really. Uh, yeah, no feedback. We some. We, we had some good reviews, but we didn't have any formal like uh, yeah. like Google reviews. I mean, other than <laughs> other than Scott, he needs to step it up a little bit on the uh, the echo um, mics, which we're me. working on right now. Um, you know what? It's I'm only I'm only one man. Okay, okay but basically, this what, is your what job, we're trying to Scotty. say. Yeah. What we're trying to say. I mean, is there's a lot of my plates. You know. What we're trying to say is that ep- the episodes from here on out are going to be like an, around an hour, hour 15. Basically, what we're trying to say is we don't want uh, you guys to listen to the whole two hours and just be in absolute agony. So we're cutting down the episodes to like an hour, hour 15 from here on out. Yeah, I think that's that's a reasonable yeah. time. Yeah. Like yeah. people, it's 2018. People get bored after like five minutes. So. Yeah, I could, I, I but like phones. we're entertaining. So I they could, smartphones. Yeah. People, I, like I can't even study nowadays. I, I'm trying to get through finals. Like I'm just looking at my phone constantly. Like I think it's more just getting sick of school but it's like, kind of habit too i know the phone is just an anchor like you yeah, just literally pull it out without even realizing you know what, what you're this, doing yeah well, it's like it's like that thing where they say like most people pull their phone out to look at the time and after they put it back in their pocket they still don't know what the time is so they have to look at yeah. it again well i you think just pull it i out think happened to me of I, literally I, pulling I, it out i you just I got think, some heavy snaps <laughs> that you need to respond <laughs> to immediately I, I think it's almost like a like when people like pull their phone, it's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" You're like, "Oh, I'm checking the time." But like, realistically, like, you're checking if you have any like notifications or messages. It's like, a realistically, blanket. like, and I yeah. never have any, so like, I'm just like a sad <laughs> guy pulling out my phone, like empty screen. But you know what? Like, phones are awesome in the in the sense that they can be used as like literally a safety net for everything. Like, like you guys can probably attest to this. You're in an uncomfortable situation with a group of people. 
You don't know anyone. Your, your, buddy your, from, your buddy runs into his friends from school. You don't know any of them. Pull out your phone. Pretend you're looking at something. It's a black screen. No one else knows that. <laughs> yeah. I know, but Watching, like, I feel you have no sorry, data. Sorry. There's no Wi-Fi. Just look at the black screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, Scroll through your photos. <laughs> when you're watching a sex scene in a movie with your parents, like, you're watching a movie and a sex scene comes on, pull out your phone. Immediately like, look yeah. at your phone. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at your it's phone. It's a go-to. No, honestly, what I just go to the washroom. With your parents, by the way, just clarifying. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> most movies it just have happens. some sort of... No, yeah, 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 no, it's true. Like, it's pretty natural. Just bantering. But, like, I think it's come to the point now where, like, everyone knows that. So, like, you clearly know someone's uncomfortable because they're, like, sitting on their phone not saying anything. I know, so, but like, it's, like, it I makes you feel more comfortable. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't know. Other people you're not a I, I get what you're saying, but, like, I almost feel like I know that people know that, like, I'm uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But that Dude, makes you're, me you're okay getting into, it. like, some deep shit next like mind trickery here like i just pull up my phone i feel good about it i don't care <laughs> and how does that make yeah. you feel <laughs> but yeah. what are what are some other situations where you pull out your phone like can you guys think of anything off the top of your head where you just your phone is a go-to whether it be an uncomfortable situation or you're trying to not watch the sex scene with your parents just a just a bad date like dates oh, not going well but like for me the like, phone mm. comes out or do you try to recover it just tr- try to work a bit harder. I don't know. No, phone stays, in, dates, phone stays in the a, pocket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dates just phone is a no go. Like yeah, you, I feel like that. No, you can pull it off if it's going really badly. Just it if, doesn't I, even matter I feel like anymore. a phone is if she goes to the bathroom kind of thing. Yeah. Then you pull out the phone, but I would never. Yeah, I, I just. I would agree with that. What Thank about, you. What about <laughs> bad date? Sorry, important business call. Got to step outside. Do you Sorry, take... the lads are all outside yeah. waiting for me. Is that a is that? A, do you like pull a fake there and? Um, it depends how bad. Like that's an audible. Like right if there. it's a bad, if it's like a bad, uh, like this sucks, but like, yeah, ugh, I, I'm like, she said she'd pay, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the phone's not coming out. I already ordered a fifty-four ounce porterhouse. Yeah, <laughs> daddy, her daddy has a checkbook. Huh? Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, if it's if I'm grinding through and the conversation isn't flowing and she just looks miserable and I'm miserable, then it it might be a it might be a phone flex. Saying, it's Listen. it's kind of like going to the bar alone. Sweetheart, and, 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 hey, and, sweetheart, and, <laughs> the boys are outside. Hey, it's like going to the. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk with that garbage going on. <laughs> um, that was a great impersonation, though. You know, like. I just forgot what I was going to say. Like, I wish we had a guy that could actually, like, do some great impersonations on the show. J- like, Jake Gilmore. I Jake know you're Gilmore listening. can do a great one. He can fire him off. He has a YouTube video. He I does. haven't been able to find it in months. <laughs> I've tried. I think, I think it's me. just, you it's just type his channel through more. It's just, I'm pretty sure it's just impressions, like 100 it's like, impressions. You know, it's like 18 impressions in, like, a minute and a half. And he does Austin Powers, Stewie Griffin, Dr. Phil, uh, Cartman from South Park. He all yeah, spot on, too. It's impressive. Cool. It's impressive. Yeah, just a, a treat of a guy to be around. Yeah, too. definitely. We'll definitely have, have we him gotta on, have him on, on the show. He's a class act yeah. from start to finish. Friend of the show. Friend definitely. of the show. Yeah, definitely. But Jake, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Uh, my people will be in contact with your people. Respond to my texts. <laughs> 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 it's a small cry for help. <laughs> uh, All right, what are we gonna do here? So. Beer review today. We're drinking. Uh, yeah, we're we're way behind. We're gonna be like two <laughs> hours and thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. we Everything we said before about this being a short episode. Psych. <laughs> Scratch that. Yeah. Okay, today we're drinking a uh, James Ready. It was uh, recommended by good buddy Daniel Cullen. Thank you for the recommendation. Thank you. Uh, sir. Let's get started.
So, uh, James Reddy, decent beer. I mean, it's not my go-to. I don't really go for it. I don't think it's anyone's go-to. Uh, I, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It is. Billy. One of my buddies really? at school, uh, Colin Sinclair, he drinks them all of the time. You go to their house, they're sitting on the floor, they're in his fridge, they're in his room. This guy crushes James Reddy's. I mean, they're not bad, 5.5%. Like, it's, it's okay, but uh, definitely not my go-to. I feel like uh, that's an odd choice for like a university beverage, just yeah. in the sense that like it's not really a like a, a cheap beer. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a just water where you can just down the hatch. Like it's, it's kind not of, like a, yeah, like a Keystone or like a Bush. Type well, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of something you'd want to enjoy <clears throat> more, which is why I was. Yeah, it's it, it's not my favorite at all. Really? Yeah. Why I'm just, I'm just you know I'm classic guy. You know I like my Bud Light, my Budweiser. That's pretty much Chardonnay. it. Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. don't stiff, <laughs> stiff glass of Chardonnay. I, I appreciate hey. some of the comments on uh, on that. Uh, thanks for the props. Yeah, no, we, we got like a, a lot of positive comments, but probably one of the most negative comments we got was uh, Scotty's Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. I got some great reviews. I don't know what comments you're talking I get, about. I got some great yeah. reviews. From Just your a friends, standout of the pod. From people. I mean, like, you know what? I, I know what I like. The true, the true fans did not enjoy. You know that who comment. you are. You know who you are, and that's okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know what? It tastes great, and nothing beats a wine drunk. Man, you're the happiest ever. You're the happy drunk I when you're wine. You're first. <laughs> don't hey, don't don't knock until you try it. Don't that's a revolutionary shirt. Those, that's a those, revolutionary I, statement. I will say, I don't know about this stiff glass of Chardonnay. All I know is wine is pretty cheap. You can get a it cheap can bottle. Be. It, it can, can be cheap. Can be. Um, and it does the job. I so, mean, you just get you can get. I, I've been to parties. Sorry to interrupt, but I've I've been to parties. Okay. Literally bringing a bottle of wine. And, yeah, you know, yeah. You literally get Nat, you literally get Nat like does a, a liter a and a half everywhere. You get you get a <laughs> liter and a half. It's like wine. two bottles. It's like no, two bottles does, or something. Man, legit. We went to Hoka. In her backpack at all times. Yeah, in my backpack. I'm the one who has to carry it around. <laughs> and whenever she wants a drink, just comes up, rips out the bottle out of my bag. Ridiculous! I yeah. don't need to carry that shit around. I was very nice to bring up your girlfriend on the podcast. That's a that's a classy guy. Shout out Nat. That's it, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much I all we got. But uh, no, yeah, you get literally get like a liter and a half of bottles, like the bigger ones. It's like, I think it's like two bottles, and it's like thirteen bucks, and you know you're good for the night. Okay, are you a big boxed wine guy? Are we doing? This I've, I've, I've like never actually had. A, I've I've sure. never physical <laughs> like I've tried obviously boxed wine, but I haven't like bought it myself. But like, I mean like slap the bag, you <laughs> slap the bag, or like what's that? Yeah. Anyway, are we? Yeah, uh, it's good. Are we just? Are we flowing right out of the beer review? Or like, I think we're. Going we, I think we've so kind of like, like I'm, taking, I'm taking I'm Philly's word for it. Okay, I'm taking review. Philly's word for it as well. I was just kind of. I don't know. I just think it's not like as shotgun worthy as Bush Ice was for sure. In my opinion, anyways. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Sure. I'm gonna give it like a, I don't know. Any beer. Is yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I. I've ever shotgunned it. I don't even know if Big Call has. I mean, every time I see him drinking it, he's drinking it out of a glass bottle. So. It's not exactly yeah. It's pretty nails. Man. I, I love that. It's nails. Especially like more expensive beers. Like you don't really want to shock them. It's kind of more like you want to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Sometimes you're just you've had a few too many and you'll shock yeah, them anything. Yeah, that is true. That you'll is true. shock them like like eight hundred dollar glass of Chardonnay. Of, uh, <laughs> not possible, but I, I appreciate well, the appreciate the shout out no, to the Chardonnay. Yeah, like <laughs> if, you put your, if you put your mind to it. <laughs> okay. I, Honestly, uh, you're shocking worthy. I'm giving it. A, I'm gonna give it a, a six or seven. Seven. Mm. I'll, I'll settle on seven. Going with five. Oof. Yeah. I'm say five point four. Yeah, I'll go with like a six and a half, seven. OC. How about you, buddy? Yeah, I, I'd probably go same seven. It's, yeah. And I think it's we're right, all right in my range. This, this is a university 
like worthy beer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not for the reasons you might be drinking alcohol, but <laughs> someone's enjoying it. Someone's <laughs> yeah. enjoying it, so yeah. that's all that matters, yeah. right? Yep, definitely. If we got, if we got a uh, recommendation to review it, then it's, it's definitely, if you're under it's age, definitely universe, university ready. Yeah, And also, know your limit, play within it. Yeah, no one here has ever consumed alcohol underage. <laughs> uh, we don't condone it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of underage, uh, one of the guys in the panels is going to prom. Yeah. Big lad, going back. All right, we're not we're not going to talk about the details because we don't we don't want to like embarrass the, the kid too much. But Simony, like we just got to know, <laughs> are you reusing your suit? This is a big question for like everyone that's that's listening. <clears throat> Anticipations building. Yes, I am reusing my suit. <laughs> we we got to mention this is. It's from a nice dark navy white shirt. Timeless. Not sure what tie yet. It's Classic. game time to say. You know what you got to do? That just says that just says you absolutely don't care, and you're just there for like a couple of drinks at after prom. Is like well, his girlfriend as well. My girlfriend I mean, is like, there. No, no, no. <laughs> so I, I do hey, care. Relax, relax. I'm I'm not saying about the girl. Where I'm are saying, you bringing this? I'm saying about the event that you don't care about the event. <laughs> Wait, where are you taking no, this? Okay, I'm listen. Just let me talk. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm saying four is yours. Don't care about the event. Whatever color she's wearing, just throw a completely different color tie on. <laughs> and just mess with her head. That Ruin would be night. so aggressive. Yeah. Um, it's probably not gonna happen. Um, it's not really up to me. Cause you're soft. It's not my prom. Cause I'm soft. Yeah. You gotta set the tone. Debatable. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm reusing my suit, reusing my shirt that I've also worn. Multiple hockey games in the last few years. Stains galore. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's getting dry clean. No Timmy. way. <laughs> Timmy's, Timmy's stains. It's getting dry clean. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a good night. Um, hopefully, the boys make an appearance at some point of the night. Um, not banking on it, though. At, the actual, the actual prom <laughs> the actual prom dance, we're going to make an appearance. Like, the in, prom in dance? The venue? Well, I mean, if any of you know Scotty Wyatt up. personally, you know that the guy can dance. The guy he can boogie. Said it, he said it last he week. Said he it last born I, yeah. I, I said it last I said it pretty clear. He can <laughs> shuffle like no else. Um, it's actually a sight to see. Like, but I pre- You know what? I appreciate the props, man. I appreciate yeah, I that. You. Thank you. You know what? There's, you know, people really don't uh, take the time to, to really understand and take in the craft, so... Means a lot. Okay, well, I watch so that you can dance from time to time. <laughs> Wait, and say it again. I watch the show so you think you can dance. Oh yeah, okay. And honestly, uh, it's pretty impressive. Like some of the people, like yeah, I, okay. I, I yeah, don't know. I, I, I'm I like agree completely. Twitch. When was Twitch on the show? Like ten years ago. Scotty was the last cut of that show. <laughs> <laughs> he actually just barely made it through auditions. Do you uh, mix in a bit of DDR, like Dance Dance Revolution? You know what? I had the Dance Dance Revolution. I think for I the still Wii. have it. I had it for the Wii when you had to plug in the little uh, mat. It sounded like opening a bag of chips. It was all like, <laughs> it was all like crumply and stuff. But, no, uh, I, I, I know the struggle. It, it, I know it the struggle. wouldn't register my steps. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if I was just too bad at the game. And You're I, too light. You're not a big enough <laughs> unit at that no, point. I, no, I'm not. I'm getting there, though. Just a majestic creature. I have it, I have it for <laughs> the, the, uh, the Kinect for the Xbox 360. And that thing gets aggressive because it matches your movements exactly. Really? So it's hands, the head, figure. shoulders, oh, everything. Wow. Like you got to get knees and toes. <laughs> everything, dude. The best one is at the arcades where it's just like man, not gonna lie. Word, word has the handle, so you can yeah, actually like the handle. <laughs> you see you can the just guys, go off the rails. You see yeah. the guys who go balls to the no wall in DDR. <laughs> yes, 
Yes. Have the handle so you can just contain yourself and you're just going a million miles an hour. You see the guys at DDR who take it really seriously. Like I watched this one YouTube video a while back and the guy slaps on a do-rag before he gets up there. Keep the sweater out of his eyes or something. Like he's going for a record and this guy's leaning back both hands on the rail and I, I honestly have never seen feet move that fast other than Scotty White on a Friday night. Like you got to respect it. That's pretty impressive if you're going to spend your probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and likely Sunday. Mostly weekdays after work, Just, I'd say, too. Yeah. After like work, straight Putting in an DDR. absolute shift on the Dance Dance Revolution at an arcade. <laughs> like some late, early 20s, just ripping Dave and Buster so we can get a fucking session in on the Dance Dance. Like, <laughs> but you know what they say? Sweat's pouring off. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, a huge, it's a full body workout. Women, women surrounding you, just body glistening in the, in the arcade light. But man, you know what they say? Like, if you wanna, if you just whatever you're doing in life, be the best at it. So kudos to this guy. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> honestly, like, we're we're done the subject of uh, like young people going to prom and whatnot. And like, I don't know if this is like a, a recent trend going on on social media. I'm not a big social media guy. I deleted Twitter for like a, like a four or five month span, which was I don't know, pretty pretty significant for me. Because like I don't know, I was a, I was addicted <laughs> for a while there dark times but uh i got back on it and i noticed a trend of of girls putting like sales pitches on their instagrams and i don't know what that's about i don't know if you guys if it's just me or you've seen it too like girls just have just become salesmen on the internet and i don't know like well saleswoman sales sales 2018 (laughs) my bad (laughs) so i don't know i don't know what your thoughts are but like i just kind of like like just all of the w's apply well, no, like, you know the I mean, W's, the I mean, five W's. I, I was thinking about it earlier. And sometimes it's how? Pr- it's pretty aggressive that they're just ripping this, like, Insta story, Snap story, fucking post it all over your, like, Insta page and shit. Like, we get it. You're selling cosmetics and you're making money in a pyramid scheme. But yeah, I mean, for real. <laughs> at the for real, that is a Ponzi scheme. Like, it's a fat Ponzi it, scheme. It is, dude. Oh, my. And honestly, if they're probably saying, if they get their friends on it, too, and say, like, hey, like, oh, you if I get you on, that's you, like, the register point. the code, and then like you get this money off, and then you become a salesman. And oh yeah, this is some like Saleswoman. the other guy's shit. Saleswoman, thank you. I know, like, uh, like we have friends that do it too, so like can't really like talk too bad about them, but like it's just it's kind of starting to get annoying. It just to, to the point where like I, I'm just unfollowing all of them. Like I can't. It's all their content is basically just about. No, that's when you have to selling. discover the mute button. Yeah, the mute is. Key. Is there a mute on Insta? think so yeah. I, I well, don't know i know that i've actively used it on sambrick's twitter no it's <laughs> it's really <laughs> but i've yet to discover it on instagram i think i think no, for I, I need to just say it. like you guys know back in the day sambrick's twitter yeah that thing was oh, yeah. that guy went hard yeah that's hard but i i think for for like my point of view i'm just like curious and like like how are these girls getting like paid because they have to be are they getting like are they getting paid or are they just getting free products? They sell products. No, they yeah, sell I know, the but they got to be getting like a they got to be getting something, right? Yeah, that's yeah, basic. Yeah, but like basic basic business, business, from they, the they buy. <laughs> they Wait, buy it and know? they talk on a surcharge. But the, no, you're not like buying the products of them, aren't you? Still like aren't they just like a No, no, okay. Like a it salesperson? Works. I'm pretty sure just, this is how it works. It starts at one person. Then I you bring a team in. They start selling shit. And then you expand out. You bring more people in to sell shit for you. Oh, and then you okay. just make more and more yeah, money yeah, because yeah, people yeah. are selling underneath you. That's a pyramid scheme, Scotty. So Pyramid. 
one person spans out. It gets wider. Thank you. Thank the you. Wide, the lower you go, the wider it gets. But like, but so yeah. My my the, my question is why? Like to why? To make money to live. Yeah, but clearly they're things. not making money. So no, like, they why? are but the, the girls, the spokeswoman. Just explain to you how they make money. <laughs> what do you mean they're not making money? This guy. Yeah, but clearly, clearly, only the top of the pyramid no, is no, making no, the no, real no. money. Get a no, cut no, of the no, people no. below Everybody them. Everybody makes the money, but the higher up the pyramid, the more the money you make. This is like any company that there is. There's a CEO, and then there's the yeah, workers no, below no the fucking CEO. Shit, Sherlock. So then, I'm what? Like, you, so then, I don't understand what you're getting at. Okay, just bury it because clearly I'm asking. Because clearly the wrong you're question. out of line and you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just wondering why, like, why? What's, what's the point? What's, what's the point of selling anything? That's like we're getting to yeah. a deeper meaning of. The, I know, but like selling here. Are these? Are they, is this business their full time job? Like, <laughs> this is an intro we're, to business we're, class. We're, we're, I don't, I don't know what up. these women do after they're done. I know, but like selling <laughs> shit on the internet. Shoot, just, them, shoot them DMs and find out if you want to know. It's just a bit of extra side cash, I think. Like, yeah, and you got to respect the hustle. But yeah, I was completely <laughs> oblivious to the fact that this was a pyramid scheme. So at first, I was like. I didn't just didn't put two and two together. Those are their own business. No, no, I knew business. it wasn't their own business. I knew, yeah, I knew it wasn't their own business. I thought they were like recruited by some other business to sell or whatever, like, which is, is cool. I'm like respect the hustle and whatnot, and like good for well, you. But then, yeah, like looking deeper into this, like get out. Like this is fucked. Like this, <laughs> this is fully a pyramid scheme. This is not gonna last. I don't know a pyramid history. And, no, it'll and, pass. It'll pass. Yeah, I don't know like a pyramid scheme in history that's actually like been successful. I've watched like that Polish, the Polka King documentary. What do you Jan mean? Levan, have you seen that with Jack Black? <laughs> We're getting back into the documentary. Yeah, yeah Jack yeah. Black. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's actually not, it's not, a, it's not a documentary. documentary. Oh, it's, not? it's not a documentary. He plays like a, a Polish polka singer <laughs> who starts a Ponzi scheme and makes a bunch of money. Yeah, and then what? Who else? Bernie Madoff. That guy. That guy had it made until he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Jeez, for real. But yeah, Ponzi scheme not good. <laughs> oh my. All right. Do we? Uh, do you want to get into like the Jays? We kind of skipped over them a bit the first week. Yeah, yeah. we did. We got to. We, we did. Yeah. The Jays. I mean, we got to touch on them. Like, I honestly, by the time this episode rolled around, I thought they'd be like three and thirteen, but they've actually put together a pretty. Re- I'm pretty sure they're like twelve and seven. I got to check their record. I think they're like twelve and seven, twelve well, re- and eight, something like regardless, that. Regardless, they're they're above five hundred, which is a lot more than people expected at this point. For sure, and Batista's. Gone. He's literally in the minors. And literally in the minors. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah. But he's he's gonna be coming up soon. But they said uh, like it's even almost even more impressive that they've gotten to this this point with a roster that people thought was just gonna be absolute dog shit. Like the, they're the with Vegas, Donaldson not even playing. The Vegas Golden Knights yeah. of the NH, of the MLB right now. Dude, they're they're having Pretty some much. like standout performances from. Uh, like Alemis Diaz and Yanjervis Solarte, like those guys are, are actually playing really well for them where I think they expected them just to be like depth guys or bench players. But when uh, with like Tulo down and, and Donaldson out, like those guys had to step up big to play like well, someone's big gotta, positions in the infield. Someone's got to fill the shoes, right? Like yeah. if you fill if you fill a whole team, doesn't matter what sport, with a bunch of role players, like someone's going to have to like... Yeah. Someone will eventually. Someone's come gonna out have and, to step up. Yeah, like Bill Carlson in Vegas. Number one. Yeah, like this guy puts up forty-three goals this year. He scored six last year. Just grit, like slowly going along. I know, like I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like he, yeah. he, you wouldn't have expected it out of that guy, and he came out and he emerged as a forty-three goal scorer on this team that 
has swept the first round of the playoffs. Like, well, because you think about like the examples that we use, like Salarte, Diaz, Carlson, like those are guys that are all getting like way more minutes than what they got on their previous team. So it, it's just it's like helping their development and giving them more opportunity to succeed. Obviously, yeah, it's like smoke having that breakout year yeah, last year. Like, it's, not everyone gets a chance, but when you do and you take advantage of it, like it's it's so huge for your career. Yeah, like Colby Rasmus. Houston. Yeah, well, that guy's just a bum, man. <laughs> like, there's no way. Really. Have you seen his beard lately? No, I haven't. Yeah, he has like a huge beard. I think he's on uh, Tampa Bay now or really? something. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he win the World Series? He was no, on Houston no, when they won the World Series, no? No. no? He was, he was gone for. He was there. I haven't watched I baseball in years. Went <laughs> <laughs> Houston? No, I think he was there two years ago. And then yeah. I think they shipped him out. I think you're right. I don't think he was there last year because I watched a lot of that series. And okay, so. The Jays are doing this well now. Donaldson's not in the lineup. When he comes back, what what is the ideal move to keep the momentum of the team and yet still be able to integrate this superstar back into the lineup? What what would you like? I don't know. Like OC, you watch a lot of baseball. What what would you say that John Gibbons needs to do in order to do that? I mean, it's like any team in any sport, right? Like you're not gonna say Matthews comes back from an injury and the Leafs are on a, a seven game heater, they're not just going to keep him out of the lineup, right? You got to find a way to, to have your superstar, like jump on a moving train. like, as you could say, would you, would you start using him as like a DH again? Or would I, you put I think him that right back on play. third base? I think that would be a good play just to, uh, with the issues that he's had with his arm, obviously you don't want to rush anything and further hinder his, uh, his uh whatever whatever's going on in his shoulder i'm not really sure you don't get too many details on it in in this era but i think it would just be better for him to start as a dh and kind of slowly work his way in and then when he's feeling comfortable and cleared then i think you move him back to third base because uh i mean when when he's playing well there's not many better third basemen in the league in my opinion so then the only thing like i think about that is that these guys that have come up and they're being given an opportunity and they're taking advantage of it, how is that going to affect them if they have to be taken out of the lineup to fit Donaldson back in? Well, I mean, you can still do different things, right? Like like you said, the DH spot is open, uh, whether it's Morales or Diaz or Solarte. And Tulo's still not going to be back in the lineup for a while, right? So, I mean, uh, you can use those guys in that position. And then, uh, I mean, like... Regardless, the, a lot of those guys were signed as role guys anyways, so they're already exceeding their uh, their uh, role on a team, as you would say. Um, so, <clears throat> And that just increases trade value too. Yeah, it, it does. If you have guys that can replace Donaldson in theory, I mean, it's really early in the season, only 20 games in, but if you think these guys can replace him, and give them a, a good uh, or not even replace them, but just be like solid players. Yeah, in just their be own solid right. players. Just be good players. Mm-hmm. Like teams will definitely have an interest in like rebuilding teams. See these like young guys like nobody's coming in and making an immediate impact. Like, yeah, their value is kind of like or they were undervalued when they first came in, or and no one really knows how skilled these guys are. But for sure, teams have to be taking notice of like I mean guys making an impact right away in the best baseball league on earth. That's the biggest question for me for the season for the Jays is like, I don't know what they're going to do with Donaldson. I don't know what their thought process is, but if they let him walk to free agency, like I don't think any fan that's cheering for the team is going to be happy. So like they've got to make a move here because they're obviously not going to be a contender with the Yankees 
uh, the Red Sox, Astros, whoever you want to name in the AL that's better than them. Okay. So we talked about the Leafs, and McGee brought up the fact of like these young guys coming up and performing, being a part of the lineup, and succeeding. And then let's let's t- let's talk about the Leafs. So uh, during the playoffs here, Leo Komarov goes out. They bring in uh, Andreas Janssen and uh, who else? Kapanen, and they bring move Placanics to a bigger role. Now they're saying Komarov is going to be ready to go for Game Seven. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's the most bullshit thing ever. They've been doing well. I honestly haven't even noticed Komarov has been out of the lineup. Yeah, I haven't either. Dude, Komarov is not like... I don't know, man. Like, Kadri does a better job at Komarov's role than Komarov does. And Kadri's a way higher caliber player. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't know why you'd use that. Like, he's just like a... He's a depth guy. He's a depth guy. He's a depth guy that tries to get under people's skin, but... Why? When? Why have that when you can have a skill guy that gets under people's skin? Exactly. It makes no sense to me. I don't know. Like, Honestly, least, I winning games. I don't. You won the last game in game six to force a game seven. I don't know why don't, you just change a winning formula. Like, yeah, don't no. change a thing. If it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the one time that I noticed Conrad fell out of the lineup is when Johnson blew by their D in the ozone and Kadri feathered a sauce to him in that, yeah, that game five in pass. Boston. Like yeah. that's when I realized Conrad. Get out of the lineup and stay out. Stay like, out. Yeah. Stay far, far away. Yeah. In fact, you know what? We'll ship you off to fucking Arizona. I don't know. Like, <laughs> where what, careers what, go to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna like? Peter do Holland. With where are you? If Erky the clerk was the GM of the Leafs, this guy would be pushing a trade. Leo Komarov for Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller straight up one for one. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. And this guy would think it was a fair deal. Arizona will have talk- to throw in a second too. Erky was talking about <laughs> trading like Matthews. He's had one bad playoffs. The second playoffs of his career. Like he's still, 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 still more than a point per game yeah. regular season. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, like the, the Leafs have to get rid of Matthews. Like who would you take? Barzal straight up or another player in the league? He said he's had like two bad playoff games realistically. Yeah. Maybe three out yeah. of the six so far. And plus last season where he played incredible yeah. too. So like, he, this guy's just abandoning a ship right now. Just completely forgetting about Matthews. One bad game doesn't define a player's career Yeah, and he's, he's thinking like, uh, Arky, come on, man. Like, we gotta get that I guy like your material. We gotta get him on the show. We, we I like your material. Show. But come on. You're talking about trading... Trading Matthews for like, yeah, yeah. He like, would have the most irrational hot takes. I'd, I'd like to hilarious. hear his opinion on that. So we'll for sure bring him on the show. Talk about why you get rid of Matthews, and there were some other ridiculous trades, in my opinion, that he said as well. But there's a lot, a lot of, a lot <laughs> of ridiculous. We'll get him on the show. Uh, we'll on the show. Yeah. Okay, so talking about Matthews not playing that well these playoffs, and as you could say on this show, lacking a pulse. I think we should get into our first segment of Pulse of the Week. Analyzing now. Stand clear. No shock advised. Check for pulse. Check for pulse. Pulse of the week. Check for pulse. Okay, so for those of you who don't remember, Pulse of the Week is a segment where we sit down and discuss people or things or events over the past week or so that uh, we feel either have a pulse, which, or they don't, <laughs> in terms of like... It's self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wake okay. up. So my Pulse of the Week is the Department of Player Safety in the NHL. 
Uh, so far in these playoffs, George Peros has been doing an absolute shit job, in my opinion. Georgie, I thought you were better than that, man. I saw <laughs> you in Ice Guardians. Like, he seemed like a good guy. Uh, now I'm not so sure. You're a fool. So, basically, like, the suspensions they've been dishing out have been so inconsistent, it's just, it's fucked. It's, it's garbage. The hit Doughty threw, A, was not a suspension. And B, if you're going to give that a suspension, the hit Kucherov threw on Vatnin needs to be a suspension as well. They're almost identical. And if not, I personally would say that Kucherov's hit on Vatnin was worse and just completely overlooked. And then the shit that people are just either getting away with or the garbage that's getting called that wasn't even a thing in the first place, it's absolutely ridiculous. So... I'm going to say that the Department of Player Safety has absolutely no pulse. Um, in, in terms of this issue, honestly, like for those of you who don't know, George Peros is a former like, fighter in the show. Um, Princeton graduate, so he's got a good head on his shoulders. But uh, I honestly thought as a, as a former fighter, you'd, you'd kind of be better at this. I don't know, man. You would you'd know think, like the, the line that people yeah, walk. Yeah, you'd think as a former fighter, you'd, you'd want to call the cheap slashes over like the, like the, like the Martian two-hand, for example, and like shit like that. On Riley? Over, yeah, yeah, well, that, and then I think there was another one, I can't remember, but uh, over shit like the Doughty hit. There's just a strong physical play. Like, Well, D- Doughty, like, the Doughty hit, he was just, the guy cut to the middle and Doughty just like clipped his shoulder. Yeah, like, so that's what I'm saying. George Peros, like, who would you rather fight? The guy who just makes a hard hockey play and it just, whatever? Or the guy who's a little rat skating on the ice using his stick as a fucking sword? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you'd think he would have a better concept of that than he, than he has thus far in the playoffs. Yeah. I think it's, it's just a difficult job, right? Like, you're, um, never, you're never really yeah. going to please anyone, but we just, just need consist- but it, yeah, consistency, it just, right? It just comes as a down fan. to consistency. Like, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm giving it no pulse. I'm going to say no pulse I'm, as well. I'm going to say no pulse. Yeah, we no no pulses all around, for sure. So my pulse of the week. Um, this is inspired by one of the the lads in lawn chairs, Ryan McGee. Um, he came in today just fresh off a. Uh, what did you work? How many hours today? Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half hour shift. Um, cleaning cleaning uh, pools, getting them ready for the uh, the spring and summer. Came in with a nice four liter bottle of of water that I think everyone everyone has seen. Uh, whether you're at the gym or something, like they're just carrying around. We we used to use these bad boys as piss jugs. Ray, can you not throw your dirty old piss jugs around, please? <laughs> piss jugs and the team boss in Elliot Lake. So all the EL boys listening, if you lost in rock paper scissors, you you got to go to the four liter. Yeah, and I just think like everyone, every, you see them everywhere, and I just think it's hilarious how much water people need like per day. Yeah. And if you see them at the gym, like there's always that one guy that has like a huge like. Jug of water that he's, he's just hi- yeah he's just hydrating the yeah. entire time, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a pulse for sure. And I mean, staying hydrated is is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to add on that, like with the with the four liter four liter jug with the flannel with the loose jeans, yep. yeah. he's he, really coming into character and a half, here. Eleven two eleven and a half hour days. This guy 
He's put five years on his life. <laughs> looks about 19 going on 30. And uh, yeah, he's just going to look like a veteran walking in the bar now. So yeah. Thick mutton I mean, chops. The bar play has definitely haven't gone seen, up. Haven't seen anything like it. Yeah, I mean, the, the mutton chops are ridiculous. <laughs> the, the mutton chops are... Uh, it really ties in the entire outfit. Yeah, yeah. I kind of look more and more like Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can days see go on. I, I mean, but I'm, man, on, just, I don't know, man. Like, I just have, haven't gotten rid of shaving. I probably should. I look like shit. No, it's grizzled. I respect yeah. it. Yeah, you're just I gonna mean, eventually you're gonna adapt just to the lifestyle, but it, it's <laughs> pretty it's pretty to. rough right now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to adapt to the lifestyle. I don't know if you can. Once the leaves get out, uh, I'm, I'm sh- actually no, I'm not shaving. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I mean, like the the fellow journeyman that I am, like I can respect it. You know, long hard days. You know, you gotta you gotta have your H two O, your dihydrogen monoxide. His nineteen year vet. <laughs> I mean, with the flannel, you know, every every tradesman's gotta have a good flannel on you. So, like, I respect it, and you know what, you know, what? just do you, man. Cheers. Cheers. Dickies, exactly. Dickies flannel too. O- oversized. <laughs> oversized comes down to my knees just about. But uh, it's good luck. So yeah, I don't think it's bad style. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my former my former employer's hat too, just to just to say look where I am now. <laughs> I've come a long way. But uh, yeah, four liter jug, stay hydrated on the job, and yeah, that's a huge pulse from me. Def, definitely yeah, a pulse. Yeah, definitely a pulse. pulse. Four liter jugs. I mean, like jugs. going. I guess that's a, that's a great segue for mine as far as hydration, because like I'm gonna go with like ironically, I'm gonna go with the weather. Like, just it's you know Mother Nature in general. Last last week. I mean, you know, it might be obscure, but you know what? Last week, let's take in the fact that last week there was an ice storm, and today it was 20 degrees and sunny. Actually, well, yesterday it was 20 degrees and sunny. Today it was like 15 and partly cloudy, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I think the world works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. No, I, we know, we know. We were here, too. I, no, but what's, that, what's that documentary they walked in, watched in Grade 10 Science? You know, like six six minutes or, or what's it called? Mm. You know when the what, what the ocean is. Uh, I'm not here with you. Yet. An, the an ocean incon- is an right. inconvenient truth. No, the oh, I need to find it. You Come know on, what? Ben. No, six degrees. Six degrees. You guys remember oh, that? Oh yes. Yeah, like yeah. How how much the Arctic like yeah change with, just with a six degree difference in yeah. average temperature. I don't know why I said oh, six I minutes, do. but I yeah, six that. degrees. Miss Bella's is, is beautiful. beautiful documentary. Yeah, isn't it? If it gets to six, if the like temperature gets six degree or six, six degrees, degrees higher, more, yeah, yeah, then isn't like pretty much like the world ends or whatever? Or like I know like this all the day ice, after tomorrow, Scotty. <laughs> no, like yeah. isn't like this all the icebergs are fully fully melted or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, I think they melt substantially. But I I heard we're at four degrees. Floods. I heard I heard we're at four degrees. Four degrees higher, and it, if it gets to six, that's when well, it gets down. I heard it was to say, three to four. It's not good, eh? How's your breath? It's, it's not good, eh? Yeah. So. But anyways, yeah, the weather, um, I'm going to say pulse just because it is getting nicer, but no pulse for that so terrible you Make up your mind. You have, pick, you have to pick one. That's the you whole point pulse. of this thing. Oh, you said pulse uh, and no pulse. I'm going to say really big pulse on the weather just because it's so up and down, uh, and it's, it's vibrant. And it's it's keeps you on your toes, right? Definitely. So, yeah, I couldn't uh, agree more. Pulse. Yeah, I'm gonna pulse. say pulse to the weather. Getting nicer. One exam left. I'm back for good. Uh, you know, summertime's coming. Feels good. What exam? Uh, computer science is just bullshit. 
sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Morris itself is pretty good, but the, the exam is going to suck. It's literally what do you, all you just have to do like um like uh, uh you have to do like coding and shit or like conversions. Conversions. Like I just know what coding is, not sure what conversions are. Like pixels and fucking color codes and stuff. Yeah, it's not not interesting. Oh, okay. Uh I got two points. One is that I I can't believe we haven't welcomed back Philly on the podcast. That is yet. a great He's, he's back from Western. I don't know if you guys have noticed it or not, but he's live in the Hopefully studio you have. with the lads. Hopefully you have. <laughs> if you haven't, you have no pulse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second point is, man, like if you can get into like comp sci doing coding and shit, like that's the future. No, definitely that. So both, that's huge. Literally, both my parents do that, and you know, They're my sister, future. my sister just graduated with they that too. Yeah, literally it's, has it's a lined sick, up job yeah. for TD. Like yeah. already, like definitely, like it's you know, it can't be like. It's not the most fun, as Philly said. Like sometimes it can be shitty. Like it's I mean, pretty independent job. Dude. Like, have a blast. It's, it's pretty. It's, but like it, as far as like jobs go, there's literally no industry that's will have shortage of jobs. Yeah, like, like literally and until they develop robots that can code. Like, <laughs> well, do, do you know they actually they actually created computers that could communicate, and they started communicating to each other, and they created their own language to the point where they couldn't. That's actually terrifying. See, they, they couldn't I, literally I, I, listen. They've talked to each other. This is taking no, over. They, they created their own language, and they were communicating, and it got to the point where it was so bad that they had to shut down all their systems, oh and they God. had to destroy all their servers and networks. Scotty, this is it's, this is a movie. So basically, no, what, you're saying, what you're saying is they've talked so to... Is them, this the Terminator? They've like, talked to themselves. Know. They've talked to themselves and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. That's scary to think about. And like, What was that? Do you know? What? Like what? When that happened? Or what? Like, uh, like, last uh, summer? I, link, I heard about it last summer. I know that for a fact. Please source, but, source your site. <laughs> Um, but that's <laughs> some Jesus, good book learning right there. No, but it's fast. it's just Jesus scary to Christ. think about, like especially this, is, this white noise. Yeah, this is white noise. It's terrifying. We get it. We're all scared. I there's, enough, there's enough scary stuff happening in the world, man. Now you the robots on top of this. <laughs> I haven't even given my pulse or no pulse. OC. Yeah, it's a weather. OC. What do you feel about the weather, buddy? Uh, honestly, you guys pretty much covered everything for the weather, so I'm just gonna go pulse. Uh, my pause of the week is <clears throat> this is actually started from uh, Elijah Gonzalez, a uh, friend of the show, uh, my former teammate in Aurora. I actually saw him the other day at uh, Adult Shinny in R. Scarborough. RIT commit. RIT commit. He'll be on the show. Um, but yeah, I saw him the other day at Adult Shinny, and I don't know why I remember this or whatever, but we'd always like, hang out after practice and ride around in the cars, and he'd always have those little uh, flossy things from Shoppers Drug Mart. I don't know how to describe them. They're like little U's on sticks, and they have like the, the the floss string connected between the plastic, and you get to floss your teeth with it. But he had a bag of those in his car, and I thought that was pretty cool because you know, like dental hygiene never takes a vacation. Um, <laughs> Such an interesting opinion. You thought, you thought floss bags were pretty cool. Yeah, I just was, no. I've I've seen them obviously, and they're pretty lame when the dentist gives them you to know. you. <laughs> but then they were in his car, and I've never seen flossing equipment in your car before, and I thought that was pretty revolutionary. So that inspired me to, to get my own bag of <laughs> get my own flossing equipment, guys, gang, gang. We need to try to we need to try to find a way to work. Uh, dental hygiene never takes a vacation into like one of our Instagram captions. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Dental hygiene it, it doesn't. It really we'll doesn't. find a video and, and we'll make it the kind. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good, eh? Yeah. Seriously. No, I meant in terms of conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, my breath is always great. Uh, <laughs> because of the flossing, because of the flossing. Um, so uh, it's a pulse for me it's a pulse for me 
Yeah, I'll give it a pause. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> strange. <laughs> it's quite unique. As long as it makes you happy, it makes me happy. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pause. I mean, if you're throwing them in your car after, no, I'm going to no, say no, no that's pause. That's gross. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. All right, yeah, pause. Where do you if dispose you a, of them? Yeah, in proper garbage? disposal. The system. nearest garbage can? Not the nearest. Do you just hold Do you, do you <laughs> just hold them in this? your hand until <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you find a garbage? All 30 I've previously used in my pocket right now. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna say pulse just based on the innovation itself, not based on. That's the not my. That's Elijah Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, I, I actually brought this up to him at Adult Shinny, and he kind of laughed it off. Yeah, and he, I don't know. He's I, thought I, not, nothing of it. But yeah, yeah, you think it's the you know, greatest thing is, in the world? I think this is good enough to put in a podcast. It's my opinion. Yeah, so. so that's why it's in pulse. I'm, I'm gonna say it's pulse. You know, as you said, dental hygiene never takes a day off. So you know, you gotta never have takes fresh a vacation. Breath. Okay. <laughs> Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely say pulse. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with pulse too, just for like the creativity basis. As I mean, I think it's pretty uh, revolutionary idea just to throw a bag of toothpicks. Chopper Drug Mart. Whatever. I think it was like seven, seven ninety nine. Flossers, flossers, <laughs> whatever you want to call them, floss sticks. Name a name and we should we'll coin throw a term. it on we there. Should, like, we should name them now. Yeah, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you guys have any ideas of what to name these floss, flossy, toothy, picky things, send us an yeah. Instagram DM, Twitter DM, fire us an email if you feel like being formal. Old school. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, I like the, just the convenience <laughs> and the creativity just gives it a pulse for sure. All right, OC. Baton de floss. <laughs> Baton. <laughs> Baton de floss. <laughs> but OC, who's your pulse of the week? All right, my pulse of the week, I'm going to go uh, with Freddie Anderson. I mean, Oof. this guy, game five and six, Oof. he was no doubt the best player on the ice for the Oof. Leafs. Maybe even the best player on the ice in general. Oh. And uh, yeah, I'm bringing the heat with this take. And McGee has to slurp some water out of that four liter jug. But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, and I think with those game five and six performances, he has uh, all that it takes to uh, take the Leafs to another dominant performance in game seven and get them a win. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I mean, in the first two games, I think that obviously the games weren't completely Freddie's fault. The Leafs just played like shit, but he seemed to be lacking a pulse in net. I mean, he was having trouble stopping the puck and keeping it out. But I think since those two games, since they've come back to Toronto, he's been an absolute fucking stud in net. I mean, the last last game, game five, I think the Leafs had almost no business being in. They pulled it out with Freddie putting up. 43 saves or something ridiculous. And then last game through the first two periods, had Freddie not played as unbelievable as he did, by the time the third period came around, the Leafs would have had no chance of actually playing well and winning that game. So I'm going to have to give Freddie a wicked pulse on this one. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think for me, um, in my opinion, like goaltending goal wins championships. And, you know, if you have a hot goalie, um, you know, they're the last line of defense and, you know, big saves is, is something that is really important when winning a championship. And I think, you know, like in my opinion, like personally, I think, uh, Freddie should be, you know, nominated for Vesna. Like, I think he I is just, one of the, he's not, but I mean, I know. I mean, I mean, he should, yeah, I mean, he should. Um, I think he's one of the best goalies in the league. Uh, I mean, just alone in the playoffs, he's made probably three of the most remarkable saves of the entire season. Yeah. Those two, um, those two stick saves that he that yeah. made when he was like 
in the corner and he just reached back. Well, and then the one last yeah. night when Riley was kind of behind him. Yeah. Yeah. He swatted that one out of the air. Back to back games, he like swatted them. Like, yeah, the one he kind of deflected, the electric. other one he like swatted yeah, right out of the absolutely air. Absolutely electric. <laughs> electric factory. But um, yeah, he, he definitely has a huge pulse for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, uh, I don't know how much more you need to say about this guy. Like, the proof is in the pudding. You watch this guy play. This guy's a stallion. I think we all know that. Uh, that that'll be the the difference in Game Seven. I think is if Freddie Anderson comes to play or not. And I I hope he does. I hope Toronto pulls through. Obviously, uh, completely biased guys over here, but like fuck it. Like, I I hope so. I'll be rooting for him. So. Yeah, I mean, back to the Leafs. Like, you can't really stay away from away from them. Like we all, like uh, McGee said, we're all huge fans. So we we love to talk them talk about them off air and on air so like obviously getting back to the Leafs what do you think they have to do in game seven to win I think just keep keep with what they did in game six honestly like they they took it to Boston pretty good there was a span of like in the the last 10 minutes or so in the in the second period where Freddie had to stand on his head for sure but I mean like even in the third they didn't really like hold off and kind of try and play defensive like they kept like trying to attack and and um and go back at Boston, which really helped them. Because if they just sat back and, like, try and kind of weigh, like, Boston's attack, it, Boston's too good of a team. Like, they have too many weapons to um, to try and stop that way. You have to keep pushing against them and, like, against the grain. So, I think if they come out in Boston fast, and getting the first goal especially is huge. Um, I think five out of the six games, whoever scored the first goal in the game won, won the game. So, yeah. that's huge. Except for last night. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. <clears throat> so, um Getting the first goal, um, yeah, I mean, like, just con- playing consistent, like, pl- keeping what they've been doing that's been working. Yeah, I'd say, like, if they just come out to play like they do in games, like they did in game six, um, with that fire under them, obviously the, the Toronto tragedy, uh, Ron Hainsey spoke about how they were playing for for the victims and their families and, and just the city of Toronto, um, and then they came out with a fire, and <coughs> I think that if Toronto comes out with that same passion, um, honestly, I... I I think they can pull it off. One thing I would add, though, is I think the Leafs need to support the puck more, just all over the ice in general. Like they need to like break out the puck. They can't like Boston's obviously a, a team that's too good where you can't really stretch the zone. You can't really send guys because they'll they'll make you pay. Um, so I think you got to support the puck on breakouts. Obviously, I think there needs to be more communication in the D zone. A lot of the D would uh, kind of panic with the puck and rim it up. And I think that's kind of a, a fact of the lack of communication going on in the D zone. Um, <coughs> but Honestly, just move as a unit. Five guys, flying V, maybe. Fuck, <laughs> who knows? We'll see what Babcock has up his sleeve. Like I remember just watching from, um, you know, the end, last five minutes of of Game Six. Like you wouldn't believe how like hard they were battling, and they were just doing simple things like just chipping chipping deep. Like yep. it was wearing out the a Boston defenseman, and like with the Leafs' speed, like they're they're beating the puck and they're battling in the corner uh, corners. Yes. And I think 50-50 pucks. Yeah, fifty fifty bucks win the battles. Blue lines, ins and outs. Play simple, honest. Two Definitely, game. I feel like this conversation just filled cliches, but you know what, it works. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I think a key, a key piece for me to watch uh, tomorrow definitely is Willie Nylander. Just what is, how productive is he going to be? Because I think he had a great game in Game Six, obviously scoring a goal, but really just uh, I saw Mike Babcock's comments today of just really working hard and putting himself in that extra gear of uh, like winning loose puck battles and and just working really hard along the wall. So I want to see him, if he's going to be playing with Matthews, really generate more chances and try to uh, 
put a couple more pucks in the net or either assists on a couple of uh, nice goals by Matthews, hopefully. Yeah, I think also they're going to have to bring more physicality to their game. Like, they're so fast, and they can wear guys down with their speed. But if they bring, like... They don't have to run everyone over like into the third row. But man, just finishing checks all over the ice makes such a difference, yeah. especially in a seven-game series. Separate, separate puck from man. Kadri yeah, exactly. makes such an impact on this series. He it's does. Ridiculous. He does. He makes a huge impact. And as much as people hate him for him being a pest and him being like a so-called dirty player or whatever, he makes an impact. Yeah. Whenever he's on the ice, somebody knows because he's either going to make a skilled play where it's going to result in a scoring chance or he's going to get under someone's skin where it affects the entire opposing team. Like yeah, was it was it Marner who scored that rebound goal last night? Uh, Nylander. Nylander, yeah. Nylander so did. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Kadri right. staying in front of the net, being a past all right. game, as you said. Uh, he's just causing a ruckus in front and obviously he's drawing the attention of the D-man and then Nylander comes in from nowhere and buries an easy rebound. And I think that's all in part due to Kadri just being a workhorse in front of the net. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, last game's lines? Do you like Placanic up the middle with Marner and Marlowe? Or do you want to see Kadri back there? I don't know. I think I think they should just keep it rolling as it is right now. Yeah. We've had success over the, over the past two games with it. And one thing I have noticed is that since Placanic has been playing against that Bergeron line, like he doesn't... I mean, Placanic is nothing special and he doesn't do anything like crazier out of this world. And you don't see him going around throwing big hits, but... Since he's been playing against that line, every single one of them hasn't played like themselves. Like they not only have they not played like they have earlier in the series, but they haven't even been playing like they did earlier in the season. Like I've I've noticed there's been times where Bergeron has gotten like extra pissed off for no reason, and it's literally just because um, Placanix is on the ice against them. Like Marshawn slamming his stick over last night. Yeah, like you you haven't seen that at all this whole series. You barely see it during the season and then now all of a sudden they have to face mechanics every shift that they go out there for these few past like three games or whatever that he's played against them and it seems like it's like getting in their head i mean it's giving it's giving marner and marlo more room to operate in, in a kind of in a way yeah. so i don't know I, personally i, I want to see the line stay the same that uh, little seed of doubt is creeping in for sure um, and I think that's huge. Going back to the lines, like obviously, yeah, I think Babcock's a smart enough guy to, to keep the lines going the way they are, but if, if things aren't working out the way he wants, maybe make some changes on the fly. I think he's capable of doing that. Yeah, yeah, and he does that a lot. He, he does throw lines around a lot, and that, that's what some people, like, some people um, get frustrated with that because they say, like, um, if, they, if he keeps changing the lines, that, you know, they're not going to, like, get used to playing with each other, but... Um, I mean, it, he's he's a story coach. Like he's he's won at every level, so he knows what he's doing. But back to the lines, I was really iffy with the line that he had with Matthews, Hyman, and Brown because I don't think Brown is a good enough player to be on that line. But the last two games, like they have made a huge impact. Matthews has kind of woken up a bit. I know last game he had that disallowed goal where he um, he assists on on Hyman, but I mean, if if that line keeps rolling, like they're they're a force. Like Matthews. Um, Hyman going to the corners, like getting the puck to Matthews and Brown, just like going to the front of the net, like they're they're creating offense, and they need to keep doing that if they're going to be successful. Okay, so aside from how you feel about the Lions, I just want to know what you guys, what your thoughts are on the way the series is rolling. Um, if you think back to 2013 when the Leafs had that epic Game Seven collapse, if you look at how each of these games has gone, not necessarily the scores of each game, but the result and the location of the series and everything. It's almost matched 
even the storyline has matched what happened in 2013 exactly. You go back to 2013, Leafs lost both games in Boston on the road. They come home, they win game three, they, they go down 2-1, they lose game four at home, they go back to Boston, down 3-1, they win, and you know who pulled out the pulled that win out for them? James Reimer, their goalie. Come back home for game six, what do they do? They win, and you know what happens again? James Reimer pulls out another win. Now they're going back to Boston for game seven. What's happened this series? First two games, losses in Boston. Game three, win at home. Game four, loss at home. Game five, win in Boston. Who won the seri- Who won that game for them? Freddie Anderson, made 43 saves. Come back, game six. Who wins the game for them last night? Freddie Anderson. Had he not played the way he did in those first two periods, the Leafs have no chance of even shutting down Boston in the third period. So now, going back to Boston for game seven, the series has almost matched it identically what, what are your thoughts? Like, how do you feel about that? I wonder if Jake, That's some yeah. conspiracy. I wonder if Jake that was the most even intense thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. I wonder oh my Bush God. did NHL playoffs. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Jake Gardner even realizes that he's having deja vu. Or is he, or is he <laughs> just that dumb? To lie. OTL just doesn't yeah. realize. I don't even want to bring him up but again. But the, the thing about the playoffs. Was Roman was, Polak on the team at that point? No, I don't think he was. No, he wasn't. Did they have Mark Frazier? Oh, my. That's another conversation. Carl Gunnarsson. Oh, okay. Funny story before I get into my point. We were playing floorball in a floorball tournament at the Canada Cup. Yep. Guess who's the guest? Of, guess, who, guess who's the guest? Kevin Weeks. No. Carl, Carl Gunnarsson. So we have and Kevin Hudson Weeks. Hudson Lambert. Can you just commit? Friend of the show. Goes up to Carl Gunnarsson. And you know what he says to the guy? Not, hey, good series. Can I have your autograph? Nothing. He says, Carl Word for word, Carl, was Randy mad in the room after you lost game seven? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Word for word, and I kid you not. This Randy. Is, this is, <laughs> was Randy mad in the room after you lost game seven? And Carl looks at him and says, yeah, yeah, he was mad. <laughs> and he just turns around and walks away. Good one, Randy. Oh. Good one. And well, it was the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in my life. That's amazing. Not to mention that's we awesome, had to, we man. had to get a picture with him too. We did get a picture. We he, did get a picture. He was not smiling. No. Question, <laughs> questionable <laughs> hockey player, but a funny story for sure. Just ask the question, then ask for a picture right <laughs> after. Yeah. Yeah. It was no Randy. remorse. No remorse whatsoever. Was Was Randy mad? Okay, so you guys didn't even answer. How do you feel? Uh, <laughs> a um, little, a little, a little I scared. I, I heard on the. Uh, I was at the Ray Ferraro or one of the. Elliot Friedman, one of those guys, say something like the last time in Game Six, Fanuf logged like twenty-eight minutes of uh, some some ridiculous number of <laughs> some ridiculous number of minutes on the back end, and maybe that's why he was just a pylon in Game Seven. So I don't think we have any horses like that. I think Jake Gardner's our leading ice time guy. That's scary. Ron Hainsey, <laughs> Ron Hainsey was in Game Five and Game Five, yeah, Ron, so, but because there's a lot of penalties. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Gardner is, yeah. is up yeah. there. So I mean. As long as, as long, I think Fanuf was gassed from the ball. Well, let's hope he, that was his excuse that he was just drained from the game before. But uh, if, I, don't know if, I don't know if he can remain fresh. You know, I, I'm at a loss for words. I just, I just hope we fucking pull one out. All right, quickly, and then we got to get an ass the lads and wrap things up. Who you guys got next series? So we'll start with uh, San Jose Vegas, just around the horn. I'm gonna keep keep Vegas going. I'm gonna yeah. go on the Vegas train for sure. <clears throat> I agree. Vegas. I'm going San Jose. I I think they're due, man. They do to break out. I think that they've got pieces, young mixed with the old, and and a great goaltender. And I think that they're gonna pull it out here. Is Joe Thornton back for that yet, or or no? 
I'm not 100% sure on that. I think he's going to be coming. Like, I think he's kind of day-to-day at this point, but that, that'll be a huge piece. Yeah, it would be a huge sure. piece, a huge power play piece. All right. I'm, I'm going to pick Vegas as well. Yeah. How about Winnipeg, Nashville? I'm going to Winnipeg all the way. Yeah. I think Winnipeg is going to go to the Conver- uh, maybe Jesus. possibly the Cup final. Man, that, this series is like a potential Stanley Cup champion. For real, yeah. This yeah. could be a Stanley Cup final in its own. Yeah. Well, it should be yeah. if the NHL ran their playoffs right. But I, I'm going to have to pick uh, Nashville. I think that Winnipeg came out and they just pretty much thumped Minnesota. Um, they experienced no problems. They don't know really what it's like to face adversity. Now they're going to face a team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Pittsburgh Penguins last year. And if you watch the playoffs, Nashville took Colorado for granted. They thought they were going to come out and absolutely thump them in, uh, in that first round there. And Colorado ended up taking them to six. So I think that Nashville is going to be a little more fiery and want to come out and prove themselves because they know that they've just come off playing one of the worst teams in the playoffs. And now they're going to have to go and play who's who they feel is like probably their biggest competitor. So I think that Nashville is just going to come out too fiery. And I don't know if Winnipeg's going to be able to handle it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nashville too. I think they have the best top four D in all of hockey right now with uh, Akholm, Subban, Ryan Ellis, and Roman Yossi. Um, I think they're going to be able to shut down Winnipeg's like top six forwards. Um, and yeah, they're they're a powerhouse team. I mean, I don't I don't see them like I think it's gonna go to pr- probably six for Nashville. I'd say, but um, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna win pretty pretty easily. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Winnipeg. Um, I totally agree with Philly on uh, on all the points he was making. However, I'm just gonna go by, strictly off like the atmosphere. Like I think to be honest, all the fans. Um, at least on Western Canada, are, are behind the Jets and everything. And I think, you know, what they have with the whiteout is the fans are crazy, and, and I think it's just firing up the players. So, Dude, do, you, do you think that the fans in Western Canada are behind the Jets? So, like, like the fans in Eastern Canada, I can almost 100% guarantee you they aren't behind the Leafs. Like, there's no fan in Ottawa I, or Montreal. I, I, well, like, obviously, Leafs. I don't know Actually, for I a fact, I, but, I, like... I differ. When I was playing Elliott Lake, two of the biggest Leafs fans I've ever met were teammates of mine. One of them was from Saskatchewan, and one of them was from BC. And these guys are the most diehard. No, no, but fans no, but they're no, life. but no, but that's not what I mean though. I mean they're they're Leafs fans, but I mean that they're diehard. No, but fans. yeah, shout but out, what I mean is Connor Harding, Taylor Bushes. If you're listening, you guys, you gotta come, you gotta come on the show just to talk about how much you love the Leafs because <laughs> the passion is undeniable. No, what I mean is that. What you're saying, Western Canada is behind the Jets, but I just okay. Like I'm not saying all Western Canada. I'm saying no, no, no. I know, I know. I'm saying that like obviously I don't know. If there's Western other Canada. fan bases there, so like, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, do you think that other fan bases are gonna jump on their bandwagon? Like, do you think I'm, the, I'm gonna not, you think well fans in this in this specific series, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that they're going with the Canadian team, and you know, obviously, actually, Winnipeg is you know pretty well. It is central. Um, I don't know. Like, and obviously, I don't know fully that uh, that they're cheering for or like the Western fans. I just know that all of Winnipeg and you know probably you know Saskatchewan and all those areas um, are behind uh, their team. Dude, you know? uh, that's I a mean, hell of a commute too. That's a lot. Of, it's a yeah. lot of roadie for sure. I, I'm gonna go uh, Winnipeg. I just I believe in uh, I believe in that team, and I think you guys talk about Nashville's decor, but I think uh, Winnipeg has a pretty great decor too with the. Uh, Likes of Bufflin, Truba, Morrissey, 
I mean, those guys are no slouches, and I think that uh, Winnipeg, with the way Shifley, Wheeler, and Line and those guys are playing, even Ehlers, uh, I, I just I think they've got too much offensive firepower for for Nashville to handle, in my opinion. But it, it's still gonna be a good series. Okay, so heading to the East, um, the first series that is gonna happen is Caps Pittsburgh. What what do you think? Who's gonna win that one? I, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. I, I just think they've they've got their got the Caps number. Um, I'm going with Pittsburgh as well. I'm gonna have to say Pittsburgh. I just don't think the Caps can beat the Penguins. I'm gonna say Pittsburgh just because I have a really tough time on betting against Sidney Crosby. I agree 100 percent with that statement. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh all around the board. You. You're welcome. All right, so Leafs Tampa. So then, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that wasn't a jinx. Okay, so if the no. if the Bruins were to make it out of the series and play Tampa, who do you who do you who do you think is gonna win that one? Fuck the as, Leafs. <laughs> as, as much well, I'm as just get, saying we as, don't know what's gonna happen in Game Seven tomorrow. Tomorrow, people are gonna be listening to this. We we, we don't know what's gonna happen uh, in the future. But I'm just saying we'll do Leafs Tampa and then we'll do or we'll do Bruins Tampa and then we'll do Leafs Tampa. As much as I hate to say it, I think either series that Tampa's gonna pull through, man. I I think Tampa. I've I've been a big Tampa guy um, since uh, well the beginning of this year. They've just had a really strong year, and I. Uh, Dude, like, I don't know. They're a team. Like, they're a team to beat. Uh, Stamkos is healthy. You got Kucherov putting up a f- just an unreal season. Tyler Johnson always comes to play in the playoffs. Now they're adding uh, Ryan McDonough and uh, like other just – Yeah, dude, role players in the back end. Well, Ryan McDonough, captain of New York, not even a role player, man. Like, like they're adding some yeah. valuable pieces. Ryan Callahan, one of the most underappreciated guys. Like, head mitt, like the list goes on, man. Like, Tampa's the real deal, and uh, – yeah, okay, I, we get it. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent. <laughs> they have a lot of Tampa. players. All right, I've got a short hot take. Whoever wins the Leafs Bruins series is winning, is beating Tampa. Yeah, I, I agree. I, think I agree. That, with I that. think that both yeah. teams, Leafs or Bruins, are set up better to beat Tampa in the next series. I think that Tampa is unbelievable all around, but I think that the play, how they've been playing over the last, to end their season since the trade deadline, pretty I'm much sure since they, they acquired McDonough, they they dipped. Um, not to say they just became a tire fire, but they they certainly dipped. So I think that the way, especially after coming out of this Bruins Leafs series, either team, whoever comes out on top, they're going to have experienced some intense, unbelievable hockey, which I think is just going to carry through into that next series. But that's the thing, going a seven game series when Tampa's a yeah. five game series, yeah. they could be gassed. I'm going to take Tampa. Um, as much as it break my breaks my heart to bet against the Leafs, but, but I um, think it, I think it'll be a short series either way. Like yeah. whoever pulls it so. out is it's I think it's going to be five game five games. Um, I'm saying five I, games yeah, I'd say if it, if it was against Boston, which it won't be, but um, <laughs> if it was against Boston, I'd say it's going to go six. If it was against the Leafs, I'd say five. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, but okay, let's get this going. All right, so we can do. Uh triggered today because our dear friend of the show joseph o'callahan has come down with a i guess we could the native flu (laughs) (laughs) he's bedridden um so i have the black lung (laughs) (laughs) he couldn't participate in today's episode so we're gonna have to skip that he'll be back next week with some incredible angry hot takes but for now we're gonna have to skip triggered but we'll get to our final segment ask the lads 
You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What is going on here? Ask the lads. I'll answer the question. So, I'm sure by now you guys know what Ask the Lads is. Again, it's a pretty self-explanatory uh, segment here. You just submit questions and we'll do our best uh, to get the lads to answer them. So, our first question comes from uh, Alex Pace, a good uh, Newfoundland boy. Uh, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, actually, Halifax. Sakes. Great guy. My bad. Huge bush. Huge. I love that. I love <laughs> it. Bushes are back, man. I'm telling you. Anyways, the question is, uh, who is the more dominant athlete in their sport, Bolt or Phelps? It's a great question. I'm going to have to pick uh, Michael Phelps. I think that the amount of medals he's won and the amount of championships he's won, and it, it's just absolutely insane. And it, even you think about it, he he swims. like He, he does all these different kinds of styles of swimming, um, and he's exceptional at all of them. Like He's the best in the world at each one that he competes in. Like he wins gold medal after gold medal after gold medal in numerous kinds of styles of swimming and stuff. Whereas Usain Bolt is strictly just straightaway runner. I'm gonna I agree with Michael Phelps. I mean he he is the most storied Olympian in history for a reason. He he's won every 20, event. Twenty medals, I think. Twenty. Yeah, Twenty one. I thought it was like twenty four or something. I don't know. Shit ton. A lot. Um, yeah, he's he's won a, a ton of medals. Um, and for good reason. I mean, he dominates the sport. And, uh, it's a baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he dominates. He, he's the most storied um, Olympian in, in any sport. He's won the most medals out of anyone that's ever competed in any other sport. So, I mean, Michael Phelps for me. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Michael, Michael Phelps as well. Uh, I'm so <laughs> I'm going to say that just... <laughs> I'm going to say that just because when, when it's talking about like dominant in that sport, I think Michael Phelps in general does more for the sport of swimming than Usain Bolt does for That's running. That's very, no, very no, listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Like, I'm not talking about like, like the actual competing in general, like all around. Like That's, this guy's... Uh, that's why I'm saying it's debatable. Like, but Michael Phelps raced a shark. Like that's no, pretty dominant. Was, yes, he it did. Was a fake shark. It was, it, it, no, they it was the most hyped CGI. event I've ever they seen, and they, it sucked they, ass. It was CGI. He raced a fake no, shark. No, Scotty. I know. Obviously, he wasn't in the water with it. They like this is going back to coding. Is they have a career in coding. They have. They had a shark. I know, but the data was real. From, no, it was They didn't assumed. even track a real shark. They no, tracked. It was assumed. They, they didn't like the shark wasn't there, and they didn't measure it swimming. They obviously the it wasn't there. Tagged a random no, shark. No, they and found did averages out, and shit. Yeah, they stupid. found out the average like. Okay, but like the same. But it's the same thing. Like no, for the sport, that, for the sport of swimming, Scotty, he didn't race a shark. There was it's no blood. The there was no blood. The shark, how, how does shark racing, racing a shark grow the sport of swimming? Well, it does more than not showing the sport. Yeah, of running. I don't think. I don't think. You say Bolt goes to. There's a home country and other like developing countries yeah. in the world and, and does great stuff with like nursery schools and like So does Michael Phelps. No, Michael Phelps smokes pot. Yes, that's gr- <laughs> I, that's fantastic. This guy He should I, deserve another medal. Don't for get that. me wrong. I'm I, I'm agreeing and saying Michael Phelps is the most dominant. I think one of the points why he is more dominant is because he's able to undergo a huge knock to his like image and, and reputation and come back and still win another like three or four gold medals. And uh, just completely dominate against all odds. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Also, his girlfriend's a man. 
or his wife was a man. Did you hear about that? His like his, <laughs> his girlfriend his girlfriend came out as transgendered, right, which you got to right. respect. Completely that. off topic. Anyways, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't watch that Phelps first shark thing. Just can't just say I can't wait to get in the water. So yeah, that's where I honestly that. yeah I, I'm gonna have to agree with just the metal count of Michael Phelps is just screams pure dominance. But I I love to say that like Usain Bolt was just one of the most dominant athletes that we've ever seen in a sport just in terms of like whenever he stepped on that line to start yeah, a race you I always knew that he was going to win yeah. yeah just he just uh i don't know i'm at a loss for words um and I, he I, like exuded is it exuded confidence is that yeah is that a word that works okay. i'm trying to say works. he just yeah Okay, just, we're, reading, uh, we're reading Cosmopolitan. Uh, <laughs> Michael Phelps' transgender ex-girlfriend. I can't read. Let me try that again. Michael Phelps' transgendered ex-girlfriend slams him for being worse than Charlie Sheen. Okay, so he's not a good guy, Scotty. I don't know what you're saying. Racing a shark. Maybe he's trying to build up Wait, his image. you agreed to Michael Phelps, I too. said he was an athlete. Just contradicting I'm yourself. He's a good... No, I'm not. I'm saying he's a good athlete. You said, you said you, uh, Michael Phelps did more for... Sports swimming. He's worse than Charlie Sheen. Yes, this has nothing to do with swimming. <laughs> According to Cosmopolitan. What, what he thinks about, you know, transgender people has nothing to do with sports swimming. It's not what he thinks about her. It's just, it's just how he is. But all I'm saying, as a purely athletic standpoint, Michael Phelps all the way. In terms of growing the sport and just being a good global ambassador for their respective sport, yeah, Usain, Usain Bolt. Bolt. Not even close. Yeah, but dominant athlete, I'm going to have to say Michael yeah. Phelps. Okay, I, I, think he, I think you're right. Usain Bolt did more right. there. Let's yeah. move on here. Next question. Okay, next Second question. question. LeBron more likely to sign in Philly or LA? This one comes from Josh Goodwin. Yo, Good shout uh, out to Josh Goodwin. That was my roommate last yeah. year. That's unreal. Good lad. Friend of the show. Big beauty. Huge beauty. All right. Let's get into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Phil, Philly. I think... I think at this yeah, I think at this time in his career, he wants to go to a defined winner to try and win some more uh, titles than he already has. Um, and I think he has the best chance to do that in Philly with Simmons and Bede. The only problem is, and I've heard a lot of people say this, is like their top three ball handlers are not prolific shooters. And, and in this style of NBA, not having like a pro- prolific three-point shooter as one of your primary ball handlers, like a Steph Curry, a James Harden, it can hurt your team in terms of catching up in points when, when other teams are knocking down threes and you're just driving the paint as LeBron or, or a Ben Simmons are putting into the post for Embiid. So I think that, that would be the only problem with their formula, but I think Philly all the way in, in, in terms of Philly versus L.A. Uh, I'm going to have to say L.A. Um, I want to see him – well, I kind of want to see him on the Lakers anyways. I want to see want to see him with Lonzo Ball. I kind of want to see what would happen – a little uh, BBB times LeBron James with a little LeVar ball action in there. But I want to, like, that's what I want to know. I want to see what would happen, though. Like, I don't, I don't think it would, I'm not saying it would work. I just want to see, like, what would happen. But, yeah, we'll see. To, to your point, though, I think that his move to L.A. may come in in the later stages of, of his career, like when he wants to retire and, uh, like, when he kind of wants to move out of the scene of basketball. I think that's probably where he wants to live and uh, retire with his kids and his wife. So I think him going to L.A. when he's like 36, 37, I think that may be the move. Yeah, so that, okay, so, yeah, that kind but of like is, plays into... He like, is like 33 right now. Yeah, so, so that kind of like plays into my point, though. So like he is, yeah, what, 33 right now. And it's been rumored that he wants to live in L.A. 
afterwards after his NBA career and he's so outspoken about how he wants to be more than just a basketball player he wants to do all this shit for the world and for people and humanity and stuff and I feel like that's a good LA is a good place to do that like I don't think it would be ideal to do it in Philly um I also think from like a pure basketball perspective um people are saying Ben Simmons playing style is a lot similar to LeBron James and I don't necessarily know how well it would work with LeBron being in a supporting role, or not a supporting role, but more like a leader role over Ben Simmons if they are so similar. Like, I think that it would kind of get to a point where it would be not the same as Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, but I feel like they would, it would almost get to a point where I feel like they would compete with each other for floor time and for the ball too much. Like, Ben Simmons is a dominant, like, alpha male basketball player he wants the ball in his hands and he wants to go to the net and that's the same way LeBron is so I don't know how well they would fit together whereas I can see a situation in LA where Lonzo is a good ball moving point guard hit they've got Kuzma there and Brendan Ingram they've got this young core that he could work with I feel like better than he could in Philly I don't, I don't know I feel like he'd probably have a better chance of if he wanted to win again to go to Philly but if he wanted to help develop those players and stuff I think I think he'd end up in LA I'm going to go with L.A. as well. Um, as much as I love LeBron, I think he... There's a part of me that keeps on telling myself that he's just a, like a, a fake, humble guy. Like, I don't know. He, he comes across as, as like saying yeah, like he's humble, whatever, like helping, giving back and stuff. But part of me just like, thinks he craves attention really low-key. Like, this guy always wants to be in the spotlight from that whole the decision video in sports center buying his teammates matching suits for their playoff games playoff game, yeah. um so i wouldn't be surprised if he goes to la and does some weird thing with lavar ball like and with media like getting involved and in, like i don't know man i could just see lebron pulling some strings and like yeah. and now he's just trying to compete for kobe he was saying he's trying to uh, do stuff outside of basketball in in Hollywood? Maybe he's trying to fucking be the next Kobe Bryant and win an Oscar as well. Like, I don't know. I think this guy is just obviously in life. You want to do stuff for yourself, but I don't know. Just be upfront about it, man. <clears throat> I mean, I I personally want him to uh, go to LA just because I think with the whole Kobe thing, I think like the legacy almost like it would be really good to have him kind of follow that. Um, though I I think it purely comes down. To politics, and I, I, I really don't think he wants to be in the market with, you know, Lavar Ball. Um, I know he doesn't really like him, and I think he's as you as like you say that like, um, he he kind of like wants attention and everything. I think Lavar Ball can kind of take almost Shut take the spotlight up. away from him in a way. But so uh, I'm going strictly political on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I think he's gonna go to Philly, um, just based off the fact that I think he does crave attention. And I think that everywhere he's gone, he's been the guy. And I think if, if he goes to L.A., he would be obviously the guy because they're not, like, a, a great team right now. But um, I think I think he would just get shadowed by the entire Triple B and Lonzo and LeVar and, and all that they have coming up with them. So I think, like, he, he wants to be, like, a standalone guy on, on, on Philly. Well, I don't know how you can be a standalone guy with, like, the best. No, you would be, be, a, would be a standalone guy. But then again, he was on Cleveland with Kyrie Irving, and he was, he was still the guy. But that's one guy. When you have guys like Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, uh, who else do they have there? Um, whatever. But, like, they have three JD Kyrie Irving. Irvings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously not the same player Kyrie was, but that, like, caliber of a high, high draft pick, like top, like Ben Simmons, obviously up for rookie of the year. 
anyways, I think you, you get my point, but yeah. Uh, all right, so we got some arguing. That's pretty good. We're, we're we'll kind of do this after the podcast is uh, ended, and we'll figure out the Beat each other up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last question: If you could sucker one guy in the NHL, who would it be? I'd sucker. This is coming from Robbie Matthews. He says, "I'd sucker Alex Burrows into a coma." Close second is Subban. Man, Robbie Matthews never disappoints with his questions. This guy's a huge, huge beauty. Uh, after last episode, when we were talking about, uh, or no, we were talking about the beer review, and Scotty had his wisdom teeth out, and we were talking about uh, how he popped some pills. To- yeah, just, just, I just want to put it on the record, just because I got, we got a few comments. I was not drinking. I was on heavy pain medication. Just, just so we know, because we got a few comments Robbie, on that. Robbie heard that, and he throws out the old, "Oh, that's the that's the NHL enforcers cocktail." I, that's pretty offside, Robbie. But so I love dark. it, man. I love it. Like that's just he's one of the guys I'd want to have a beer with for sure. I gotta go with Ryan Kessler of the Anaheim Ducks. Oh. I just mean this guy's a pest. Every time I look at his face, I, I mean, I, I get that sucker punch feeling. So. I think that definitely, if I was playing in the NHL, I think that that would definitely be mine for sure. I'm going to go with David Backus. Honestly, I don't know. Good luck. He's a mule. (laughs) Well, no, I know. But I think personally for me, like, for for some reason what sticks into my mind so much is, I'm not sure if it was two years ago, um, Nathan McKinnon gave, so it was when he was still in, or uh, it's when Backus was still in St. Louis. And he gave, uh, um, gave someone a good bump like Nathan McKinnon did, and this was like, you know, first or second year in the league or whatever, and I just remember David Backus just absolutely jumping him, just filling him in. Like, Nathan McKinnon had nothing to do, and for some reason that just sticks in my mind of something like, obviously, like, you don't do that to, uh, to like, a young kid like that. Like, he was probably 18, 19 at the time, and David Backus is, you know, you know, a veteran in the league. So, like, I don't know. Personally, that just sticks with me. Okay, so if we're going to not necessarily include only current players... I'm going to have to say Daniel Alfredson. I mean, being just an absolute... Like, there are going to be a lot Leafs. of angry Sens fans <laughs> out there. Well, absolutely loving the Leafs, just thinking back to those old rivalries and stuff. There is nobody I would want to punch in the face more than that Swedish meatball, clown-haired fuck, Daniel Alfredson. Like, that guy literally just deserves a sucky bomb right to the nose. But if I was were to go with Curran, I... Definitely have to say Brad Marchand, and the t- I don't even need to explain it. Just goes for itself. <laughs> um, I throw a curveball. I'm gonna go with a one of a uh, guy on my favorite team, Jake Gardner. I think it's no secret that I'm not a fan of him. I think he just has a dumb look on his face at all times. I think he's just clueless on the ice. Well, at least I just, it's I just, so true. I just don't like him, and I I would suck him in the face if I saw him. So. <laughs> Power in the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of guys. There are a lot of guys. You're just an all-around nice guy, though. Like, don't, he's, don't not a, he's not a anyone. violent soul, so. Um, Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. I'm going to have to agree with Robbie, dude. Alex Burrows is a shady fuck. Yeah, like, he I, is. I'm super unoriginal. I can't think of anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Alex Burrows is just ridiculous. Subban, I don't agree with as much. I'm a big Subban fan. Yeah, Robbie, I'd like you to send in why you don't like Subban. Yeah, I'd like that I, as well. I, I'm a big fan. I think what about I think, a lot outside of the NHL, too, which which gives him a, a lot of people knock him for his, like, outstokenness and his, like, charisma. Like, I love that, man. The, and the NHL needs professional the sports to the needs NHL. more of that. Yeah, and like, I don't know, all these NHL guys in interviews are like robots. Like, oh, you know, so stale. Yeah, like, Simmons yeah. just his own guy and his own man and he just like 
doesn't they want care. that personality. It gives the fans yeah. kind of like an inside look about I'm what life is. Him. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I think that's yeah. Alex Bros, go fuck yourself. Well, guys, it's all the time we have. Uh, hope you enjoyed episode two. We will be back next Wednesday, bringing the heat as always. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, yeah, big uh, big thanks from the lads. Yeah, we uh, we still want to see your feedback, uh, thoughts, commentary, and don't forget to send us your Instagram or videos and photos so we can uh, post them up on our Instagram page. That's uh, much appreciated. We'll see you next Wednesday. Same time, same place, same lawn chair.